Hello, welcome to the One Signal Podcast, where we aim to educate ourselves on product, industry, and best practices as it relates to building and growing a customer messaging practice. This is your host, Josh Wetzel. We've got a great guest today for you, Brian Starr, One Signal Sales Engineer. We'll discuss how to properly define a proof of concept test to demonstrate value of a digital service. Just talk about the importance of testing in general. Brian has worked at an impressive set of companies: Airbnb, GitHub, Lean Plum, and now One Signal in sales engineering type roles. At OneSignal, he's focused on helping enterprise organizations implement best-of-breed messaging to their technical stack. Welcome, Brian. Thanks, Josh. Great to be on the show. Awesome. Happy to have you. So let's kick it off. What is sales engineering? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the funny thing about sales engineering is that most sales engineers I've met didn't know that it was a job until they were one, including me. Yeah. Um, so I always like to say that uh, sales engineering kind of merges the, the left and right brains of any Kind of startup, so you know we really kind of act as the liaisons and mediators between the business side and the technical side of the business, and most importantly, we kind of step in and help provide some guidance and direction on how to evaluate tools and how to best get the most out of one signal in this case. That's awesome. So, and I think we talked a little bit pre-show about that you know sort of you've been in different roles on both sides whether you're evaluating a, a tool even in some cases acquisition of, of tools or building of tools and then you obviously been on the sales side where you're helping organizations um, figure out how to evaluate the tool you're representing can you talk a little bit about that yeah so i actually found out kind of a little bit of perspective on how the purchasing side of things goes and how more specifically around how the uh, evaluation side of new technologies uh, works. So at Airbnb, I was kind of an internal champion and an evaluator for a few different tools that we ended up moving forward with. And then before I knew it, uh, less than a year later, I was a sales engineer. So I was kind of working on the opposite side of things. So I think that's something that's definitely helped me kind of empathize with our potential customers and kind of helps me understand where their heads are and where they might be thinking. Yep. Okay, that's great. So let's dive into testing. You know, everyone talks about the importance of data and and testing, and let's get to a data driven decision. But what does that really mean? Like, what's the importance of testing? How do you think about that? Yeah. So I mean, when it comes to testing, I think that something that can kind of get lost in the shuffle is that a lot of folks tend to want to throw as many different validation points and as many different features as they can at a POC, and ultimately, I think they kind of miss the forest for the trees. So they end up getting kind of bogged in on individual feature checklists, things like that, that they can validate without having to implement a new solution. And really what they should be looking at is either the business impact or the technology uh, impact. So when we think about POCs, there's actually quite a, a pretty wide spectrum of POC or different approaches to that. So a POC could be the traditional POC, where you have, say, a a new technology that's being introduced, and you just want to prove that the concept actually works for your business. The type of POC that we run into probably more often now is kind of looking to validate the business side of things. So at one signal, often that means uh, we're looking to validate the MAU count, open rates, and maybe actions that are happening within the app itself. But if you're looking to you know, evaluate maybe a, a monitoring system, something like that, you might have some much more hard data that you can turn to uh, as a validation point. Okay, that's great. And when you think about, let's just dive in, what's the best way to set up a test? Um, well, it varies quite a bit. So there is, of course, like the A-B test uh, approach, where if you wanted to send a certain number of users down a certain path or expose uh, the new product or feature you're testing to a certain subset of users, you can do that. 
you also may have an existing data set that you can use as a benchmark to see what the impact was. So, for example, if you already have a, a pretty steady stream of MAU numbers or you know, a metric that you've been measuring consistently over time, you might be able to use that as a benchmark and then kind of step in, introduce a new technology or a new product, and then see how that compares against what you just did. Okay. And you brought it up a second ago, the concept of a POC, which is a proof of concept. It's a, a term um, people use to validate or create a test. Uh, and you, you touched on some of these things, but love to elaborate. What are the kind of crucial steps to setting up the, a proper POC that you're going to feel confident in, that you're going to be able to evangelize and socialize within the organization and feel confident that you're moving forward in the right way? Uh, I mean, I think the first thing and the most common pitfall I see companies and teams run into is that they don't clearly define what they're trying to validate up front. So I kind of touched on this earlier, but a POC is really just one type of evaluation. You might have a proof of concept where you're you know, just trying to evaluate or, or validate the technology, but you might really, for all intents and purposes, just need uh, you know, a sandbox, something to let your end users use the, the tool. And then you know, beyond that, there might be some additional te- uh, integrations that you might need to work in. So I would say you know, identifying who needs to work on what, identifying what you're trying to validate, uh, and then another really important point is to set, I would say, a tighter timeline than you might think you can you can achieve. Oftentimes with POCs, uh, another pitfall I see is that folks will basically set no deadline for when this needs to happen and when it needs to be implemented and validated. And ultimately, you know, the longer of a, a cycle you have, the more validation points you end up wanting to add, and it really just slows the whole process down. So my advice would be, you know, set a tight timeline and really focus on the things that are most important to the business or to the technology you're trying to validate. Okay, that's great. And then we talked a little bit about this, and and in the kind of template we've been developing for for prospective customers, we really hone in on being focused on answering kind of one business question, right? Versus, yeah. I think you touched on this. Some people want to set up tests and they want they want to jump in and and do 15, 20 things. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the focus and kind of narrow, trying to solve one thing versus many things? And are there areas or times where maybe that doesn't make as much sense? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that of course there's going to be concerns uh, and considerations around what your timeline is. So, uh, especially if you have an engineering team that maybe has a, a sprint cycle that they need to adhere to, you know, that's something you need to to keep in mind. Yeah, I think early in my career. Um, you know, we we kind of ran into the pitfalls that I was just describing here, where we were kind of going in and kind of letting teams. Uh, I used to call it like choose your own adventure. So, you know, a lot of times teams kind of come in and maybe add something to a sprint or add an initiative, uh, add something to an initiative, and they don't necessarily budget the time to to execute it, and they don't necessarily keep the technical and the end user sides aligned in terms of what they're trying to do. So one. You know, one tactic that I've taken, or one uh, strategy that I've taken in the past, is to basically split it up. So you know, maybe there's a, a POC, and then in parallel, at the same time that POC is happening, there's also more of an end user, you know, sandbox account where the folks who will be actually using the tool are kind of getting comfortable with it and making sure that it can do the things that they want it to do. So I think that really setting a, a cap and setting a, a, a firm deadline on when you need to have things done by from a technical standpoint. And then one other thing that really helps a lot is rather than having you know, one big check and call with the vendors that you're evaluating or the technology providers you're evaluating, it's better to have you know, 15, 20 minute chats every single day. And typically I find that you know, as long as you can evaluate that and kind of address concerns as they arise, 
you're typically able to finish a POC in you know a week to a month, depending on what kind of technology you're validating. Okay, that's great. Can you call out examples where people have done the opposite, where they've tried to stuff too much in, or just the way they set up was wrong, and how to avoid those pitfalls? Yeah, yeah. So I think that you know, mobile versus web is a huge difference. You know, just out of the gate. So if you're looking to to validate uh, maybe a, a web technology, at one signal, a good example would be you know push notifications on web. Then that's something that can be rolled out very quickly. So I can implement that on a website in you know a few hours' time at worst, and then I can basically push that out to every user that visits my site. So you know the time constraints on that are almost non-existent. However, if I was uh, looking to validate mobile push, for example, um, you know it's a pretty light uh, lift to implement the SDK and get the push notifications up and running. But there is an approval process that has to be run through on Apple or Android side. So essentially, it's going to delay the app getting to your users. And then you also have to factor in the fact that users don't download a new version of an app, for the most part, right away. So it's going to take some time for that most updated app to trickle out to your users. And at that point, that could take you know, up to a month, depending on what you're trying to, uh, to validate and sort out. So these are all co- uh, considerations that you have to keep in mind. And especially with mobile, that's something that can certainly add a long tail to an evaluation period. Yep. Okay, that's great. And uh, so there's a bunch of these like kind of consideration steps, right? We talked about defining a KPI, um, what's your use case, build versus buy. What do you find, and, and obviously it's going to vary based on what you're trying to accomplish, but what do you find typically is the most problematic area for a team to define when they're trying to set out to do a test? I think just getting the actual measurement in place and, and really being able to draw a line between those two things. So in the case of one signal, you know, we of course measure open rates, click-through rates, all that, and that's great. But that's not necessarily going to validate that the new technology is impacting the bottom line of the business. So what I would recommend, and just to use a concrete example with one signal, we do have integrations on the data side of things to where we can export, send, and open and receive data to your external analysis tool. And then you'll be able to kind of see the actual impact of what we're doing on what you're measuring. So anytime if you're validating a new technology or new service, it's always a huge boon if you can directly integrate it with whatever system you're using to measure success. And then that's going to be the easiest way for you to draw a straight line between your POC and the business outcomes you're looking for. Okay, that's great. Well, Brian, I really appreciate your time and and your expertise, and it's been awesome working with you. So thank you for this. Awesome. Thanks, Josh. It's great to have Brian on. Just summarize, if you're testing a digital service, any software testing, there is really important, and Brian pointed that out, difference between are you testing a new technology or are you evaluating a vendor or a solution that's sort of a known entity? And I think the summary ultimately is you've got to define tightly what's your KPI? What are you trying to solve? What's the measurement you're trying to move? And then you really need to dig in on what's the right type of technology? How are you going to use it? How much features and functionality do you need? I think the thing that we would hearken on, and, and you can read this in the, the extended documentation and educational material we're published on this, is it really is important in this day and age to have something that's easy to implement, easy to use. If this POC requires a relatively large engineering effort, then it becomes a much more tedious task and it really defeats the purpose of, of trialing, quite frankly. Where the rubber hits the road, though, is what's the KPI you're trying to move? 
and how important is that metric? If it's something as like an e-commerce cart abandonment, then you're going to need to do some backend tag integration, whether it's at the point of cart or purchase or whatever that may be, or subscription. You're going to need to set a tag there, some kind of pixel to fire off information back to the solution. So in the MarTech stack, where you're trying to move the needle around business objectives, that's going to be important. If it's an internal communication tool, or it's something that's collaboration or training, there'll be different metrics. But most important thing is hone in on what your key KPI is, what you're trying to move, what are you trying to solve, how are you going to solve it, and then make sure you can get some evidence that it's solving that need. And I think that's why you need to narrow any test to specific technology that's easy to test and trial and move forward. So, well, I appreciate you listening. If you're enjoying listening to these One Signal podcasts, please subscribe at one of your favorite directories. The podcast can be found on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, and many others. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Have a great day.